Welcome to Osnap, candid conversations about business and life with your hosts Amy and Rosie, owners of Snap, the community, education and inspiration forum for photographers and creatives. We had a little break, mm-hmm. get some vitamin D, and um, yeah, my hands are cold now. Yeah, so it is cold today, it's which is nice. It's like a nice, it's a yeah. it's a fresh winter Definitely day. Fresh. I like those days. Um, I think, um, yeah, for clarity, we've been recording these in kind of one session, which is been quite intense. <laughs> one one session over a. Um, a a two-day period. So we recorded three episodes yesterday. Yeah. Had some wine. <laughs> uh, had dinner. Went to sleep. And then... We've had bre- nice breakfast this morning. Yeah. And now we're recording the final episode for now. Yeah. Um, hopefully by the time this episode goes out, we would have recorded the next ones. The next few, yeah. Um, and we're really excited about doing this. I really enjoy doing this. It's been t- exhausting. Um, <laughs> Because I feel like we've been on a big emotional journey. <laughs> I've just said to Amy that I'm glad we're like ending this round on a on a high. Yes. With, with this episode. Yeah, this episode should be a fun one. I know um, some people find it a little daunting, um, but it shouldn't be um, because it's about empowering yourself. Um, and that is, what is your definition of success? Um, <laughs> And this is an important topic because... Yeah, you've got to know what you're aiming for, right? Yeah, exactly. And hopefully, like, the other episodes yeah. that have kind of given right, some of the ins and outs of, <laughs> of what that is. But um, success is... It's a loaded word, right? Because a lot of people identify with it personally. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's the opposite, isn't there? There's success or there's failure. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to be a failure. No one wants to be a failure. Um, but I have... Um, yeah, you tell me off. <laughs> I have yeah. uh, have some truth to tell. <laughs> and that is, you're going to fail. In fact, you're going you're gonna to fail more than you succeed. Um, Which, if you're like me, is just terrifying. Like, I've always been the kind of person that if I'm not immediately good at something, that's it. I like... Yeah, but that's because that in. The, the structure we live in, right? So, like, you go to school and there is a formula. And I was quite good at school. I think this is where, oh, like, I've been, set up to, I've been set up to fail because I was really good at school. Yeah. And it didn't really kind of have to try too hard. Oh, and, this is interesting. Until, like, mm, like, the last few years of school. Oh, this is really interesting how... Um, so I never really learned how to fail. Our two different experiences mm. led probably to the exact same result. Okay. So education, the education system yeah. in the UK is it's very fixed. So you go to school. So I, example, I failed my maths GCSE because I worked out the answers wrong. Got the answers right, worked it out wrong. Yeah, I mean that's. 
heard of anything more British, darling? <laughs> have you heard of anything more utterly British than that? Which, to me, looking back on that, is insane. Yeah. Because that means that when you're a child, when you're forming your beliefs, um, who you're going to be as a person, and what you perceive the world to be, you're in a system that's so structured that there's no room for error or creativity. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to do really well at that and then head out into life and realise that life isn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> then you're going to fail and it's going to hurt because you were really good at something mm-hmm. and now you're not so good at this. But then you've got the other hand, like me, where you didn't fit into the school system and you struggled with it, so you felt like a failure, and then you continue to take that one into your adult life. Mm. Because of the relationship with failure was so, ne- it's so negative, and failure is something you can... Because it's the end. People see it as, as the, the end, rather no, than just, yeah. like, another stop on the way to success. Exactly. And it's, it, you know, failure, failure is brutal. It can really hurt. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Last year, for me, was, like... Uh, oh fuck <laughs> um, and had a massive public failure and um, but I only failed if I didn't try yeah like as long as you're trying and you're learning from your mistakes and you're progressing and you're growing then you're not failing but you are failing but failure is good failure is success <laughs> I kind of feel like we've swallowed a um, Dr. Seuss book. Feeling <laughs> <laughs> is good and feeling success. <laughs> um, because we're told that life's going to be this way, that you're going to get married, you're going to have babies, you're going to buy a house, you're going to have. Because if you work hard, you'll get. Yeah, where exactly. You if you if you work really hard, then you will you will be successful. And if you're if you're not successful then you just haven't worked hard enough yeah that's something i believe for a really long time yeah and still kind of like struggle with that on a i think i still struggle with that one as well um and you know but what i've also learned from hitting huge monetary success and business success is that um that feeling doesn't go away (laughs) (laughs) so reassuring oh yeah exactly it's um yeah you, again it's going back to that core belief of not being enough um so you know success um my current perception mm. of success is how I feel how my day to day feels mm. not the massive highs because they're In not the ordinary days yeah like. Have I got good people around me? Am I healthy? Am I doing at least one thing every day that brings me joy? Am I... The big thing for me is... Am I helping people? Am I... Like, what am I giving back? Mm. Um, What's your, like, contribution to the world? Yeah, I get so much pleasure from that. And so, for me, success is the... The feeling of the everyday, not because the the massive highs are great. Like you know, if I launch a workshop and it sells out in a day, like 
brilliant, but that's not sustainable on a daily basis. <laughs> that's not realistic. <laughs> um, and also sometimes I might put a workshop out and it doesn't sell. Um, you know, my mini sessions that I do for the Women in the Wolf, sometimes they're like gone, like within a week of being put out there. Other times, I mean, I've had to cancel them because no one's booked enough or no one's booked at all. So, you know, it's, I, you ha, it, it's not these big things. It's, it is the kind of everyday feelings for me. Grounded. Yeah, I feel like as I'm getting older, I'm becoming a more grounded person. Has it changed over the years, like your version of success? Yes, yes, it has completely. Um, I'm also learning to not use that as a validation for my sense of self. Like, because... Success as a validation. Yeah, because I think um, social media has this habit of, you know, it's like a highlight reel, isn't it? Everyone kind of puts out their... um, their best moments and so you're like oh they look really successful and but you're not seeing the every day you're not seeing the little moments like what happens when they wake up and how do they feel when they wake up and you know what's their relationships like and you know do they feel good about themselves or are they doing this because they're they're trying to validate themselves um and so when I've been thinking about success for me this year, during January, which is obviously a big kind of goal setting, reflecting, thinking about the last 12 months and what felt good, what felt bad. Um, I'm really focused on that day to day. Like this feels successful. Like this feels like success to me. It feels like being able to have the opportunity to spend a Tuesday and a Wednesday with you just recording a podcast and chatting it doesn't matter if it does well like this in this moment now is what feels successful um and the fact that we've done it and it might flop but that's okay because because we did it and we enjoyed doing it i have really enjoyed this experience yeah that's success yeah for me not the whether we like have a million downloads or (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I'm not saying it's not important to have those goals like the you know the last two episodes would have said that having goals are really important but when you're setting those goals how are they going to make you feel what is that going to feel like is doing that going to take you away from spending time with your kids or your partner um yeah, I, I feel like success is also the hard things, but the enjoyment of the process. Oh, it's all quite like... I feel like a fucking lot, guru right yeah, now. This is a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't anticipating yeah, this to come out of me. Yeah, no, neither was I. <laughs> I was like, let's get giddy about where we're going to be, and, da, 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 da. and instead it's like, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's probably slightly more material at the moment, in that because I'm, you know, in a different... You're in a transition. Position. And I'm in a, yeah, I'm in a transition period. But, like, success for me at the moment is kind of um, being self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Which is important. Um, and it's, like, I, I, I had achieved that in the past. Um, so I know I can get back there. Yeah. But I want to I wanna be self-sufficient in a way that... Um, I'm not completely burnt out. 
So sustainable self-sufficiency. The three S's. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I'm doing, alliteration, that. Um, and like, just, uh, there is some material stuff on my list, but I think it's more about, like you say, how it would make me feel. I think mm. those would be kind of, like, big pointers to a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. So like, I I want my own place. Yeah, moving into my flat last year, mm. not being in a shared house, not sharing a space with a toxic mm. partner, not being homeless, um, and like I fucking love my flat. I love I love my home, and I love I love the process of buying the things that are in it, and I still love that process now, and I feel so safe there. And that feeling of safety also yeah. feels like success. I think that I think that's what I'm really craving at the moment, like the kind of the cocoon of um, of self sufficiency. Mm, it is good. It is a good like. It took four and a half years, and now that I'm here, like it. Yeah, it's just it. I do just feel good. I I good. I love where I live and that very much feels like success and it's not like a massive house or anything like that no I don't no yeah yeah. I don't want anything like that I don't even want to buy somewhere I want to be earning enough so on a monthly basis I can afford to rent somewhere by myself um that's just for me where I feel safe and yeah yeah and you can choose who you let into your space yeah I think that's that's the that's another thing that success is is choice Yes. Yes. For, for me, the choice is... and Because and, when I feel my most insecure and worried is when I feel like I'm stuck and I don't have a choice. And um, I do think that's a mindset thing, not necessarily a material, external thing. Um, mm. Because a lot of last year, I felt unsafe. Mm. Like, I felt... The things were out of control and that I didn't have choice because I felt like I'd I'd boxed myself into a corner mm. with with my earnings and now all of a sudden I've been able to shift that mindset in the last kind of month and now I'm like no I these these I have options and I have I have choices and this is what this gives me I just need to tweak it um it doesn't doesn't need to it doesn't have to be the way that it was mm. Um, so yeah, I do feel like success is choice. Time. Mm, time. Time for me. Oh my god. I, and I should have said this in the money episode actually, but, um, time is your most valuable asset. So for me, having like spare time, oh. having time to myself where I don't feel, where I feel like I've done enough that 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 like spare time that time to myself doesn't need to be filled with guilt about not doing all the things i feel i should be doing yeah yes agreed um time yeah having having time to do nice things for yourself and to spend it with the people that you want to spend it with and you know also curveball fuck it i want a cleaner like, when I'm living by myself in my rented accommodation, <clears throat> I don't mind, you know, like, I just, 
Ugh, it's just a job I fucking hate. I love cleaning. Oh my god. I, really, I love cleaning like, my flat. Well, okay, you can come around and clean my flat. And maybe you'll feel differently when you're not sharing. Yes. Because I really enjoy those days where I like clean my space and dust my plants. <laughs> <laughs> I've just like got this image of you in a penny. <laughs> I don't have an apron, but I'm quite drawn to aprons. I do quite like them. In my head, it's quite frilly and floral. Success is owning an apron (laughs) (laughs) and cleaning your own flat. There we go. End of episode. (laughs) I think the point we're making, though, is that it's individual to you. Yeah, it really is. So don't let, like, someone else's viewpoint of success. And I think you do this by reflection. Yeah. By looking at what feels good, what feels bad. Um, what are your behaviours? Because success is taking responsibility. Getting heavy again. (laughs) It is though. It's taking responsibility for yourself. Because, because if you look at any situation, Mm. so I'll I'll use a relationship as an example. Our relationship. Mm Mm-hmm it's successful because we communicate well with each other and yeah. that's because we take responsibility for yeah. ourselves yeah yeah and like yeah but i know i sorry i don't know why that's like a dawning moment i literally is a dawning like, i'm like <laughs> it's like i've joined up some dots in yeah. my head because also like the the kind of um you know like any relationship it's not without kind of challenges and stuff and and I know that my sometimes you find my behaviour challenging when I withdraw Mm -hmm. and sometimes I find your behaviour challenging when I get on my high horse when yeah (laughs) you know but that's okay because we tunnel vision we communicate (laughs) through those moments and you know uh, you give me space and yeah and our relationship is successful and and, yeah because we take responsibility for ourselves and I think that's with anything so, you know, with your business, your business will be re- successful if you take responsibility for your action within it. It's like blowing my fucking mind, Amy. <laughs> Just sat here and like, oh. Yeah. We're not on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> We've not started drinking again. It's like, what's the time when we're on one o'clock in the afternoon? You have not been drinking, you have not taken any substances. We are strictly on bottled water and caffeine. (laughs) Join us this April for Snap 23, the photography festival you've been looking for to help you learn, grow and develop your business in a setting that is strictly informal. Nestled in the Peak District over four days, you'll be learning from amazing speakers and join your fellow photographers in taking part in workshops, styled shoots and photo walks before settling in for campfire chats and board games in the evening. Want to find out more? Visit snapphotofestival.com. Yeah, it's like taking a responsibility because then you're no longer a victim. Things aren't happening to you. You haven't failed. Yeah. You've just been able to objectively look at your behaviour and then make a decision about how you're going to change it. And that feels, to me, successful when I'm able to do that or when I feel like I have permission to do that. Um, Like, we've been talking about this this morning, Mm. about how I need to take responsibility for how I feel about a certain situation and how I need to communicate that. Yeah. And 
regardless of what the outcome will be, I would have been successful because I would have made a decision for myself and decided what is going to make me happy, that I'm not going to suffer. Yeah. Because I think that's what a lot of people do. They stay in discomfort because it's comfortable. Because it, yeah. So it's like literally what I just said to you outside. Yeah. It is, suffering is chronic. Yeah. Pain is cute. Pain is cute. So sometimes you have to make hard decisions. Painful decisions. And take action that's uncomfortable in order to do the right thing for yourself. Mm. But the end result of that is success. Mm. Because you are keeping yourself aligned with who you are and what you want. Yeah. So I think, because this is not gone the way that like to find success in your business and we're just in the, this is another fucking therapy session anyway. I know basically oh we're just doing like podcast therapy sessions with each other on podcasts <laughs> um, we hope you're finding this helpful um <laughs> oh, dear. but it's about deciding what you want so yes yeah, deciding what you want is how you want to feel mm. um because then you can make decisions that are aligned with those choices um I'd say, like, <coughs> a big part of last year for me, while there was monetary success, um, my health took a real fucking beating. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel good because of that. And so this year, it's like, I want to feel healthy. Mm. Like, I want to feel good about myself. I want to feel good in my body. Um, that's not going to be sustainable every single day. But it's something that I can focus my attention on. It's something I can take responsibility for. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there's definitely... And I was probably one of these people where I just thought that everything was happening to me. Yes. It's like a victim mindset. Yes, and we, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Um, About it, it's like it's... It's not what happens to you, it's how you deal with it. Mm. Yeah. Because you do always have a choice. Basically, I now just think that success is taking responsibility and giving yourself choices. Like... da <laughs> There you go. End of episode. <laughs> because it's so subjective. But when... I think you take those points and you make mm. them unique to you. But I think what happens is, because we live in a world, we live in a system that defines what it is to be successful, mm. that we then attach to that. I think the capitalist dream is, yeah, you know, is rife, isn't it? I, I mean, mean, we can't have this conversation without capitalism and patriarchy, if I'm perfectly honest. You look everywhere, there's advertising, like, telling you. I mean, I'd like, a, I'd like to think that most people kind of ignore it or whatever but it like it is pervasive oh yeah like it's i have so many unconscious like biases Mm. that every time i think i've dealt with them more stuff comes up um and it's all because of conditioning um to believe that in order to be a good human this is what i need to have Mm. look like be um and i guess it's being aware of those so that you don't fall into that trap of being like the capitalist version of success yeah 
Otherwise, you're just on the hamster wheel yeah. and you're being controlled. You're being, you're letting yourself be controlled. Um, it will never be enough. No, it genuinely will never be enough. Nothing. This is this is why people like billionaires like behave the way that they do because they are like it's never enough. Chasing the high. Yeah, you're you get to that level and then it's to the next level and to the next level. But ultimately, when you die, <laughs> like, <laughs> as you get to know me, <laughs> you will learn that I spend a lot of time thinking about my mortality. <laughs> Um, oh, there's some great books on this, actually, uh, I will recommend, and that is The Antidote, which is the, um, pessimist's, some, it's, 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 it's like the pessimist's guide to happiness. Right. And then there's another book written by the same author, Oliver Burke, called 4,000 Weeks. So the average human lives for 4,000 weeks. Right. And it is about that stoic mentality of constantly being in touch with your mortality that one day you will die and it might be tomorrow it might be next week it might be in 40 years but one day your life is going to come to an end so then all i find that it does is it by being in touch with that i'm like is this actually what i want to do is this actually how i want to spend my time yeah is my is how I'm spending my time now going to be something I look back on and think, oh, I'm really glad I did that. Um, and um, I know that a lot of people of the Stoic kind of following, the Stoic philosophy, they, you know, Marcus Aurelius and um, his quote, is just literally, one day you will die. And actually, Tash Jones is talking about this at Snap. Um, <laughs> Um, because I think it's really important and I think that's a really important element of success is that that you are in touch with the fact that you only get to do this once you only get to be here once Um, that was an actual shiver because you're cold or because my words (laughs) just went through you Let's, let's say it's the second one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you only get to be here once. So how do you want to spend that time? Mm. And I think that's where you come to your version of whatever success is. Success isn't your business. Like, because your business is temporary. And it evolves. You evolve as a person. Like, I think we have this fixed state of mind where we're like... Okay, so, I'm going to be this. Oh, oh, no, I read about this the other week. Uh, so, I've been reading another book called Life is Hard. <laughs> Season that. <laughs> it's really good. Um, and he talks about how most people live in a state of narration. Uh, yeah, I think it might be saying about this. Carry on. So, we are, most people will narrate to themselves what their life should look like. Mm. So, they'll be like... 
I'm going to be married by the time I'm 30. I'm yes. going to have kids by the time I'm 32. I'm going to own a house. I'm going to have X amount of savings. And then what happens is that when they don't meet those kind of life moments, mm. they then feel like they failed. Mm. And they then feel like their life is empty and they there's something wrong with them because they've narrated that story them to themselves mm. that that's how it's going to be um and the reality is is that we have and this is the jo- this is the best part is that we now live in a world where we don't have to follow that path so you can create your life exactly how you want want it to be yeah we're lucky that we live in a part of the world that allows for that yeah you just need to stop narrating to yourself what you think it should be and start imagining what it could be Mm. and that does go back to the how do you want to feel so for me inherently I I have always known I don't want children Mm. always known I don't want them but you know I've been through periods where I'm like I should have a child (laughs) my life will be fulfilled if I have a baby I mean you do get told that over and over yeah exactly but that's not mine yeah I know that I'd probably be quite miserable um and I'm not driven there's no internal motivation to be like I want to raise another human being that's Mm. not that's that's not going to give me any satisfaction um I think it's amazing for the people who who do have that yeah that's your that's your thing if that's your yeah and just and and I think we should be making decisions that are our own like it's just incredible like how we have these we are conscious beings who are able to create so much like that's so powerful mm. and that means that you 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 can choose what your version of success is going to be and you know that might be being a millionaire and having lots of money and being able to travel all over the world i find travel really success really stressful <laughs> Um, I like being at home. I've learned, <laughs> I've, I've learned this over the last year. I like going away for a short period of time and I like going to see new places, but I don't want to be away for an extended period of time. But for years, I was like, oh, I should go to Vietnam for a whole month. Um, I don't think I'd be happy doing that. Um, and, or, you know... My parents are doing this to me at the moment. So where um, I've moved back home, I've moved back home with them for a while, um, and my mum's talking about like, oh, I think you should be doing like applying for cruise work and stuff, and like entertaining on the cruise ships. And I was like, dear God, that sounds awful. <laughs> like, first of all, like I don't think the money from what I'm seeing, the money's not very good. Also, like, what if you don't like the people? You're stuck on a boat. You're stuck on a boat with them for an extended period of time. Like, no, this does no, not sound can't. like fun to me. Like, being crammed into a cabin with people that you don't necessarily like. But do you know what the common word is there? You should. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you should make the most of this opportunity. And, and I'm like, I'm going to, but in my own way. Well, the word should be could. What could you do? Because should is, like, such a closed word. Could is such a creative word. It's like, I could do this, or I could do that. And then you can start to explore. Like, 
be re- curious. Yeah. Be curious about what that might feel like rather than I should be doing this. So therefore I'm going to go and do it. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this doesn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I'm imagining myself in that situation. Like, I, I don't see myself enjoying it. No, there's lots of things that I don't see myself enjoying. And the more I learn about myself, there we go. Another thing that's success is I feel a self-awareness. Yeah. Which I actually think is a really powerful tool. Self-awareness is one of the most powerful tools that you can gain. It's more powerful than money. It's it just it's it is incredible power. Self-awareness, knowing who you are, what you like, why you behave certain ways, why you're good at something, why you sabotage you yourself. Yeah, because everyone sabotages themselves. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I. The more self-aware I become, the more successful I feel because it means that I'm making, again, just good decisions mm. for myself. Um, and that's free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, therapy, again. I mean, yeah, therapy like, can guide you, but, like, there's so many resources now. And, yeah. Like, I feel like things like social media is really helping people with this. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not on TikTok, but I know that a lot of the things that people are talking about on TikTok, um, and, and, and Instagram and things like that are are helping people to kind of question their existence, Mm. um, and to think about what they could be doing rather than what they should be doing. And podcasts as well. Like all of this, there's just a ton of resources out there. So overwhelming and so good at the same time. <laughs> um, you know, there's a theory that um, um, human beings can only have certain periods of times of peace. Right. So, because then we all go into like existential crises and just cause like trouble for ourselves because like we are not built for. Yeah, we're, we're not actually, we, we, we haven't evolved far enough to be able to live in peace That's and to be content. So it's like, because we're always striving for more, for the next thing, for mm. the next thing. But then it just brings us all the way around back to how I'm now trying to view my success as being my day to day. How I feel on a daily basis is the things that I'm doing enjoyable helping me grow, making me feel good? Am I helping other people? Satisfaction, I think, is... Like, I did a thing a while back about um, satisfaction over uh, happiness. Mm. Yeah, because happiness is just an unsustainable... It's, it's un, like it's yeah. moment. Happiness is moment. It's unsustainable. <laughs> like, Whereas, I think if you strive for satisfaction and fulfilment, Mm. I think that's a much more sustainable thing and I think that's probably more beneficial, like, healthier for you. Yeah. So much to think about. There's a lot of space in this episode. Yeah, I really like it, though. And I like that we finishing today on this Mm. because... I feel quite... Going back to that word, nourished. I do feel nourished. That's probably another feeling that I would feel as well. Mm. I think this is why it's really important to set intentions as well as goals. So how do you want to feel? What are your intentions? Um, How will doing this benefit you? How will it benefit others? Um, Because actually, 
going back to happiness, when I do feel happiness is when I feel connected to other people and that I'm contributing and that I'm helping other people. I think this is why I'm talking about this with Nadia about volunteering. Mm. Um, And a sense of success and happiness really does come from helping other people and it gets overlooked all the time because we live in quite an individualistic society um that so many people don't give themselves the opportunity to help other people because they're not directly gaining something from it like being paid or progressing I really get a lot of enjoyment from helping other Mm. people and that feels very successful to me. I feel like when I'm working in a space where I'm able to elevate others around me, so not just me doing well, Mm. but the other people around me doing well as well and that we're all kind of contributing to that, that feels very successful. Feels good. It does feel good. Like, and that can be right down to, um, you know, you might be a parent and your child really likes playing the violin and they're really, they're, they're quite good at playing the violin. So you having success in your business means that you're able to pay for violin lessons, which then means that your child is getting more opportunity. Yeah, that feels very successful. Um, so yeah, I think that's often massively overlooked, is the helping others. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people who have monetary success often find themselves quite unhappy because they're not, they're totally overlooking what they could be doing mm. to help others or to help their communities. Um, so yeah, I, I don't feel like it's just an individualistic thing I also think it's a community thing as well I think it's like I don't I think if I say much more I think I think we're at the end yeah so but I do just want to give some like actionable yeah go for it um so I think like journaling prolific journal I love journaling and I love reading um so I think something you can do to kind of work this out for yourself is to have a look at your day to day and how your day makes you feel how you're spending your time at the moment and how that makes you feel how you feel in yourself um and also looking at the things that you're already doing that make you happy yeah what brings you joy yeah reflect brings you satisfaction. exactly and think about the things and also the people yeah. in your life that aren't making you happy that you maybe may need to make some hard decisions over and take responsibility for um oh, those buzzwords just like oh, bah, 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 i know bah. <laughs> i know ridiculous <laughs> ding, 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 ding. um and to just you know start to be creative and have a bit of imagination over it get excited yeah excited yeah be allow give yourself permission to be excited about what you're going to do and how you're going to make changes because that will drive you to make good decisions um and yeah just i i mean there's um oh, i can't remember her name debbie millman 
she also had a podcast um and i remember years ago and i listened to the episode over and over again tim ferris interviewed her like seven years ago or something like that you probably still be able to find the episode but one of the exercises she used to give her students because she was a brand designer so she did like the brand design for burger king and star wars and so very successful in that sense and one of the exercises she used to give her students was like a letter to themselves 10 years in the future and to really spend some time on it and to like write that letter as if how you're spending your day how what do your days look like on a daily basis like how how are you spending that time what are you doing what is your work does your work fulfill you who's in your life who's not in your life um and then just to keep engaging with that picture that you kind of build for the future and to like tweak it as in because it's okay to change your mind Mm. like you don't have to pick something and be like no matter what that is what I'm gonna do (laughs) because it might change you know you don't know what you need that openness you need that space as well to allow other things to come into your life that are good and um yeah so I think that's a really good exercise to do some journaling about what you want your life to look like in five years time or ten years time and how that's going to make you feel um and then that will help you make decisions over what it is that you want to do with your time and how you want to build that um and I think that's really exciting um so yeah I hope um that this is slightly wayward (laughs) hopefully there's some value in there hopefully your brain hasn't been completely fried um (laughs) if you've listened to all six of these in a row then god help you (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I just I hope that that was helpful um and yeah we will we will be back with more next week Mm mm-hmm definitely Mm -hmm. bye (laughs) thanks for listening to oh snap like follow and subscribe to keep yourself up to date with episodes and if you're feeling extra share this episode with someone who might find it useful